And welcome back to Arts on Fire. As promised, we have guests joining us in the studio for this segment to talk about the Vagina Monologues coming to the Reginald A. Center for the Arts on Friday, February 28th and Saturday, February 29th. It's being produced by V-Day 2020CHQ. And to give us all the details in the studio today, we have Mary, CJ, and Sabrina to give us uh, more information about it. Uh, ladies, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today on WRFA. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Happy to have you here and happy to share with our listeners details about the Vagina Monologues, a uh, anticipated, highly anticipated program, perhaps by the time we air this interview. It could already be sold out, but still it's important to raise awareness about why we're doing this and, and the cause that is going to be supported uh, by having this production happening here in Jamestown. And Mary, maybe a good place to start out with is just uh, having you give some details about what the Vagina Monologues is and why you felt it was important to bring it to Jamestown. So the Vagina Monologues is actually an award-winning play that's been around since 1994. Um, it was created by Eve Ensler, who is the playwright, but she's also a women's rights activist. She decided that it was time for a uh, play to be made that was strictly women's voices. And she decided to put the word vagina in it because that's kind of a taboo thing for people to say, especially women. It's just kind of unheard of um, for women to be able to tell their stories as deeply as Eve has told them. And that's a common theme in a lot of her interviews. Um, a lot of the monologues say, hey, you know, no one's ever asked me about this. And uh, with with the play, what she found was that women love to talk about their vaginas. Um, and not in a, a, a gross way or a medical way, but when we say talk about their vaginas, we talk about their stories. Um, and the biggest thing about the vagina monologues is that it raises awareness for domestic violence and sexual assault. Um, so I think that that was mostly her driving force with it. But also it's to get women together to tell these stories, um, stories that we all have a common there, there's it's very very relatable i think any woman who sees this show will be able to relate to it when eve Esler uh wrote this and put this together these aren't fictional stories or accounts she actually talked with real people to help craft and, and put together these monologues so to speak right yep so she went around the country um she also went internationally and interviewed thousands of women about all different kinds of things she had certain questions that she'd ask every single one um but some of the monologues um, are based on certain themes. And then I think what she did is she added a lot of the things together. And then some of the monologues, I think that she interviewed a specific woman and just loved her so much and appreciated her story so much that it's dedicated just to her. But they are real stories, real words from women that Eve went and interviewed. And you mentioned that this uh, production was first uh, put on or created back in the 90s, right? So it's been around for 25 years now, 1994, I think you said, is when yep. she first put it on. So here we are 25-plus years later in, in Jamestown. Why bring it to Jamestown? I mean, I'm sure people are aware of the Vagina Monologues. They've heard about it over the years. But why would it be uh, important to, to put on a show here in town? I think it's very important. Um, this is actually the first time ever I looked and researched, and this is the first time ever it'll be done um, in the 716. And I, I've been wanting to do this for a couple years now. Um, I've seen it before at SUNY Fredonia, so it has been done in Chautauqua County. Um, but I think at the college level, not that they didn't do a great job, 
I just I saw a lot of opportunity for a more dynamic cast, different ages, different backgrounds as far as um you know where we are in life and what we've been through. Um I saw such a potential for that and I honestly cuz I've been involved, I'm not, you know, super involved with the theater community, but in the last couple of years I've been in some shows and I think that Jamestown is lacking women's stories. I think a lot of the shows that come around here um, are male-centric. And that's something that I brought up, you know, and I just don't think people really understood. And so the vagina monologues is is simply that. And as we can tell, I think that we need this and also the people need it. And we've sold out. Like, people are excited to hear this. Um, But this area... You know, we have a lot of domestic violence and sexual assault issues. And I don't think that people really think that because we're a small community, but it's true. Um, I worked at the Salvation Army and New Center for years and I saw firsthand the problems that we have. And I think that this not only brings our cast of 22 women together, but I think that it's a symbolization of like when women get together, amazing things can happen. All right. Again, we're talking about the Vagina Monologues coming to Jamestown Friday and Saturday, February 28th and February 29th. We talked with the uh, producer, uh, Mary, already, but you mentioned 22 cast members. You're one of them, but you also brought two other cast members with you as well. We have uh, CJ and Sabrina in the studio to talk about uh, their involvement with the uh, Vagina Monologues and why they felt it was important or necessary to take part. So, so ladies, uh, either CJ or Sabrina, either one of you, are feel free to respond first. Why did you want to uh, take part in the Vagina Monologues? How did you find out it was happening? And, and what, um, I guess, uh, made you feel that you wanted to be a part of this? Well, uh, Mary actually asked me to be in it. When she um, told me she was doing it, I actually had no idea what the Vagina Monologues was. So this was a great learning opportunity for me. Um, I did look it up, and I was just I was intrigued, first and foremost. So um, coming into it, I decided to um, do something that scared me. And this is the first time that I'll ever be on stage. So it's my debut, so to speak. Um, I'm really excited because when I got to sit down and listen to everybody's stories from the cast and everybody do their individual, um, put their own individual flair on it, and it's just so touching and it resonates, which I just love. So I'm very happy to put my name and, and be there and um, be right right along with Mary with this because it's such a good um, – It's. It's really good um, for this community because um, we're, this is the first uh, fundraiser they've had for the new center in, in quite a long time, Mary's just telling me. So um, they haven't had anybody to uh, really support them for the last few years, and they're the only domestic and sexual assault center in Jamestown. In Chautauqua County. In Chautauqua County. So they do um, all of the um, reports and all of that stuff. So this is very good for the community, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank right you. on. How about you, Sabrina? What made you decide to uh, become involved? Um, well, I had first heard about the monologues probably um, last year. I had auditioned for one of the parts, and um, I acquainted myself a little more with the the monologues um, while it was in transition, and we were getting things, you know, uh, worked out in regards to finalizing things and casting. And when the opportunity came up, and Mary said, "Hey, are you down to do this?" I said, "Absolutely." Um, and it's been a ride. It's been wonderful just to learn um, the women, the cast of women. Some of these women that I've met doing this have never acted before. They've never done anything like this. And it's amazing how we've all come together and just learned each other's talents. And it's really bought it. We've bought that out of each other. 
And I think to something to mention too is that most of the, it's not like we're a group of theater women, we're a group of survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. Like, I think that that draws a lot of people because it's a way to sort of like take that trauma and run with it in a creative and supported way. Probably cathartic too, then, too, as well, right? Uh, sort yep. of a way to, uh, to then and, and release a lot of uh, uh, pent up uh, feelings, anger, yep. uh, things like that, frustrations, and, and get it all out there. So, this is not only beneficial for, for the cause as well as for the audience members, but probably beneficial for the cast members. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's absolutely. What I'm <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And I think that. It's empowering to hear other women's stories and to know that thousands of women around the country and the world right now are also doing the vagina monologues. Um, And we can all come together and sort of, in our own ways, deal with the traumas that we've experienced. Uh, You talk about how there's 22 cast members. I mean, there's 22 separate monologues, or is there more than that as well? Uh, Give or take. Uh, We have a couple girls doing a couple at the same time. and then Eve Ensler, it's it's a play. If you read it, it would be like a book of poems. The way that the acts are set up, it's it's very quick. It's almost I like to it's it's like a poetry reading, I guess. Obviously we've added the theatrics and then being at the Reg Linnae, we're able to use really, really state of the art sound and lighting, which I think is gonna add to the dramatic effect of it. Did you all draw, I guess, numbers out of the hat to determine which monologues you would do? Or did everybody read the script and, and identify with a particular monologue that they wanted to uh, to feature? Um, I held auditions, and I kind of see who showed up. One of the rules with the vagina monologues, which I love, um, is that if you try out, you get a part. <clears throat> so whether we had 40 women, we'd have to figure out a way to put them all in. Um the parts are dynamic. Like I said, it reads like a book of poems. So when you read it, it's there's no stage direction. You can be super, super creative with it. But also, you can um, cast people who maybe have like a history with that monologue, or a, you know. And I definitely took people um, into consideration as far as their personalities and all of that. But we have um, well, Sabrina here. She'll be doing one of the monologues in Spanish. So she, because she's. Hispanic, and so she's representing them. Um, you know, we have a lot of women, a couple of the women who are doing one about the Bosnian women. They have a history, like they've studied them and have a passion for that. But some of the ladies just showed up, and I put them in a part, and they're killing it now, you mm-hmm. know? And they have never acted. And to see the progression from day one of, oh my gosh, I've never done this, but I want to be involved in this great event, to where they are now, like performers is pretty amazing. Right on. Again, we're talking with uh, Mary, CJ, and Sabrina about the Vagina Monologues happening Friday, February 28th, and Saturday, February 29th. It seems like this is a a great project, like we said, for a good cause. It also helps to build camaraderie amongst all the uh, the female members of the uh, cast who are participating in this. Uh, You know, the one question I think a lot of people are asking is because this seems to be so successful already with the number of tickets you've all sold, is this something that could become a, a recurring event, whether it be annually or every two or three years? Uh, what are, are there any legal uh, issues you had to deal with in, in terms of bringing this to Jamestown? And is it possible to do it again in the future? I definitely think that we would probably do this in the future. The new Center doesn't really have an annual fundraiser like other agencies. They like, have a 5K, I remember. They kind of did yeah, away with that. Yeah, yeah That's but the like, you know. The day of the diamond dinner auction for CAP and come to the table. And the new center just doesn't really have one. Um, 
The only rule with the rights to getting the vagina monologues is that you give 100% of the proceeds to the Anu Center or a, a sexual assault domestic violence center. So every year you're allowed to get the rights for free as long as you can raise money for that. I think that it's it's amazing to me personally how much um, great response we've gotten. And I'm pretty proud of my community because I think that this is a small town and it's a little conservative. And I think that I, I'm shocked, <laughs> honestly, that people are so responsive to it. So depending on how it goes and all of that, I definitely think that doing it again um, is an option. And the really cool thing about the vagina monologues is that every time you see it, it's different. It can be the way that I've created this play is so different from anything I've ever hmm. seen at Fredonia. And even going to it, I've been to it at UB before as well, you can totally make it your own. So doing it again, so even if you come to it this year, you could come to it next year and it could be completely different. CJ, you mentioned this is the first time you've ever done uh, stage and, and theater. Is that's this right. Is this something that's uh, sort of uh, made you think about doing this more and more frequently in the future, whether it be if the Vagina Monologues comes back a year or two from now or even if it's just another uh, community production that's taking place? Well, I'm going to base that off of how the show goes, but uh, so far I've had a tremendous response, and the girls have been really great, and um, they've helped me come out of my shell, so I think I would do it again, absolutely. Um, Like I said, though, depending on how the show goes, I don't want to speak too soon. (laughs) Right, and you know, I I would ask you what your favorite part about doing the show is, but the one thing that you haven't done yet is actually put it on the station. That could be the favorite part, but maybe it's just interacting and meeting uh, different people from within the community as well, and sort of again building that uh, that camaraderie and, and bonding with with one another. I'm sure that's very gratifying. That's been great. Um, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can say that our group probably doesn't go out and talk to a lot of people. So to see all everybody come out of them shell, their shells and to become themselves. Um, it's been great to see. And also the impactfulness of when they do come out of their shells and they do do their parts. And um, it's just amazing to watch. And, and um, you're just like, wow, what a transformation. So, yeah, it's been great camaraderie and everything. But um, we've, we have girls that are doing things now that they would never do before. We had uh, one of our girls went to uh, poetry slam reading, first time ever, just because, you know, she was comfortable enough to do that, and one of our other cast members was hosting it. And then me, myself, I tried some stand-up comedy. I don't know if I did too well, <laughs> but um, I did it anyway. It scared right me. On. So this is uh, just the beginning for a lot of us, I want to say. And Sabrina, what does it mean for you two? Obviously, you're going to be doing your part in uh, in Spanish, being bilingual and all that. It's got to be uh, pretty interesting and, and I would say rewarding to know that you could have members in, in the... Um, in the audience that can relate. relate to what you're going to be saying in, in Spanish. Absolutely. Um, like I said, my part in this has been very meaningful to me. And just to be able to have this platform and to express myself and to support other women and say, I hear you. I'm here. We're here together. James so really much. lacks that, I yeah. think. Yeah. Right on. Well, you're helping to uh, do what you can to, to bridge the gap and then bring it in. So hats off to all of you ladies. Thank you so much for uh, doing this. As we noted, it might be a sellout already, but if this is as successful as it appears it's going to be, it probably will come back, or don't you want to uh, have me hold you to that? I think that we're going to have to see. Um, it's definitely it's a lot of work putting this on, um, 
But it's such a great show. It's it's iconic, really. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of colleges, they do do it every year. I mean, you can't raise enough money. You know, we can just continue to raise money. Um, I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens and seeing um, if other people in the community are like, wow, like maybe we want to help you be a part of that. Because I, I literally started from the ground up for this. And it's turned into this successful thing, which I'm very proud of. Um, I like I said, I'm a little shocked. <laughs> um, but we're I think women in general, I think we're all different, not just our cast, but women in this community and women in the world. We're totally different, but we have something in common, and it's our vaginas. <laughs> and I mean that as in a physical sense, but metaphorically. Um, women's lives, I think, we need each other. We need each other to like talk about the things that are going on, whether it's good, bad, ugly. Um, and that's exactly what the Vagina Monologues does. I know that a lot of the people who have bought tickets, it's very much so like, I'm coming with like my office of girls or I'm coming with like all of my sisters. And I just absolutely love that. I think that the energy at the show is just going to be amazing. And initially, you wanted to have two showings, Friday, February 28th, Saturday, February 29th, both at 8 p.m., but I understand there's one matinee show being added as well. What day is that? And if people want to get tickets, good luck, but if they want to get tickets... (laughs) Um, That is Saturday, February 29th at 2.30 is our showtime, and the doors will open at 2. We're going to have basket raffles. Um, We've got a lot of really nice donations from local businesses. So we're going to have basket raffles, and there's also going to be agencies there um, in the community to talk about what they're doing just so that we can sort of network um, the community together. Because with domestic violence and sexual assault comes a lot of other things, including mental health issues and um, drug and alcohol issues. Yeah, good point. Well said. Uh, We want to remind people as well that if they want to support the Salvation Army News Center, great if you go to the show and check us out but you can do it without having to go to the show uh you can uh, contact the salvation army to find out how you can make a direct donation and then the salvation army and news center's mission is to empower those impacted by domestic and sexual violence throughout chautauqua county also uh, you mentioned uh, the the word v-day we've mentioned that a few times now it's a global activist movement to stop violence against women and girls and there's more information at online at uh, vday.org right yep chautauqua county is a official 2020 registered v-day Super. Well, thank you all very much for coming in. Is there anything else you want to add that I overlooked before we wrap it up? Just thank you to everybody for the support. Um, The cast, I think all of us can agree that we're just overwhelmed with how awesome. Because, you know, we didn't... We thought that we'd be having to like beg people to come, and now people are begging us to come. (laughs) I'm very proud of the city and the um, turnout. I'm very proud of it. And I'm proud of the response I've gotten from local businesses about being involved, sponsoring, helping, donations and stuff has just been incredible, honestly. So thank you to everybody who helped us get this event going. Right on the poster. Is that uh, something that they use for all the shows or is it uniquely made for Jamestown? That was made by John Bell. Um, I sort of did the, I told him that I wanted a woman's body with a microphone and he whipped that up and I love it. He did a super job. Yep. You're allowed to, if you look at, if you Google the vagina monologues, the posters are so diverse and awesome. And, um, but yeah, that's the one that we have for now. And I love it. So Denars thank you, get, John. Denars get featured on the Global V-Day, or, um, what was that, website? Yeah, they, um, nice. the V-Day people have contacted me just, um, I'm a part of a group on Facebook that 
people a lot of times have a hard time getting people to these shows because of the content. And they actually um, featured Jamestown because we have been such a huge success. Well, congratulations. Yes. That's that's great to hear. And uh, great to see that this show is going to be put on. Thank you for all the hard work that you've all put into it. Anybody that's done theater knows it's you know more than just showing up for the, the days of the show or the nights of the show to uh, entertain the audience. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it ahead of time. So yeah, thank and thank you, you to the Regilene for being so flexible and letting us um, perform here. It's such an amazing space up there, really state-of-the-art. So. Very good. Uh, for more information, you can go online to facebook.com slash vday2020chq. And again, uh, Sabrina, CJ, and Mary, thank you so much for talking with us today on Arts on Flair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.